0: Welcome in to ATL Day Ones with Jarvis and Tanitra. Coming up on today's show: What are the expectations for Marcelo Zuna, and could J.C. be the savior for the Atlanta Falcons defense? And last but not least, and for the culture, what would you do with ten million dollars?
1: This is ATL Day Ones, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, and it starts now.
0: I want to start off by saying thank you for making ATL Day Ones your, your first listener today. Remember, we're free and available wherever you download your podcast. And wherever you download your podcast, make sure that you leave us a five star review. We really appreciate that from you in advance. Today's episode of ATL Day Ones is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Visit um, fanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. I'm almost fumbling all over myself, Reggie, because I'm so no, excited. Good. We yeah, no, be excited, man. Today. Yeah, Reggie is back again. You know, he did such a good job. I said, you know what, Tanitra's not going to be here, so we're gonna, I need you to come back, my brother, and do it. Knock another day out for us right here on Locked On Sports, and then I really appreciate you, man.
1: Yeah, man, excited to be here. I mean, uh, this is this this. I've been super excited about this. We asked him to come back, and said, man, I'm cleared out. Everything else I got going on, man. I'm, I'm here on my off day. I, I wanted just you know take a moment to talk with you, brother. It's it's it's, it's a pleasure every time.
0: It shows the level of commitment that you have to Locked On Sports Atlanta that you're here on your day off. Oh, I really appreciate that from you. Now we're going to give you back, you know, some good conversation, man, because I think one of the things that everybody's been talking about is about Marcelo Zuna and what he's going to do, with, what the Braves are going to do with his contract, what is his role going to be? Is he going to play in left field? Is he going to be the DH? And, you know, when you think about, you know, the what he, the amount of money that he has left, left on his contract, you know, which you put about roughly about thirty seven million dollars. You would think the Braves are going to try to find some value. So I, I I I'm gonna start off with this question. I want to get into what the Braves' expectations probably are for him, and I think we got a pretty good idea about that. But what are your expectations going into this season for Marcelo Zuna?
1: Look, I think that it's very clear what Marcelo Zuna is supposed to bring to the table for the Braves. Go up there and swing the bat. I mean, that's yeah. that's literally your only job. People at this point, nobody's expecting you to be that good a defender. I mean, he said that he had some arm inflammation last year, which may have affected his ability to play defense, but I mean that does that's not gonna affect the fact that you can't run that fast and you're not that be able to move very quickly. Like maybe your arm's a little less strong, but I mean, dude, like the end of the day you got to be able to play the position now with the you dh do. just go up there and swing the bat just go up there with confidence to be able to swing the bat and i think that i mean my expectations for him are just to go up there and do that that just seems like his role for the braves go up there swing the bat you have to hit the ball well um and and just bring that little extra level of juice at the end of the day you're making too much money to be up there striking out as much as he does just go up there just and just drive in runs and do what you've been doing for so long in your career. I mean, that 2020 season, he was unbelievable, which earned him such a large, long contract here in, yeah. here in Atlanta. So he <laughs> obviously put Alex has this a conundrum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't be cheap with him. <laughs> Have you ever seen him in real life, Jarvis? He's massive. I mean, there's oh, no excuse yeah. for him not to be crushing home runs easily, right? He just, you know, obviously has had so many different things outside of baseball on his mind. I mean, between uh, being reinstated for, you know, domestic violence or getting right. the DUI. I mean, there's been right. so much that's been kind of on his plate that are obviously self-inflicted. I mean, he talked about it in spring training. It feels like he, he's he been focusing on the positive aspects and not really leaning on the haters. Well, I mean, that feels a little tone deaf to me because, like, dude, the haters are because of what you have kind what of done did. wrong. Yeah, but yeah. that's why day, If we're talking strictly baseball, his job is to go up there, swing the bat, do it at a high level, or honestly, just do it at a regular level. You just can't be as bad as you were for such long stretches as you were last season.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, I'm, a, I'm in a space where, you're like, hey, just go swing the bat. Like, I don't. My expectations are you, for you to not play in the left field. Like, I think that would be due to great the Braves plenty of help. You know, because those are some of the things that you don't that you don't want Bryce Snicker to, have to worry about penciling him in in that left field spot because they have plenty of guys. out Roughly about five or six guys yeah. that can that are capable, at least being guys that you can platoon or figure out what combination works, whether it be Eddie Rosario, you know, uh, <clears throat> or Kevin Pilar. They got several guys that have triple A options that you can kind of move move up and down, given who's whoever that has the hot bat. I think that's what it how that's gonna work in in the left field spot. But as far as Marcelo Azuno goes, I think it, there were some signs towards the end of last year. We had a he put together a pretty nice stretch and he would start hitting the ball well or hitting the ball hard as the uh, baseball nerds would say, you know, he started hitting the ball a little bit hard towards the end of the season. So that was a good sign. But I think that, you know, my expectations aren't that high for him. You know, I, and I think that the reason why the Braves probably have some level of expectations for him is because they want to see some return on their investment, whether that be him out there hitting the ball at the plate or starting off hot and potentially, Hey, we'll pay half of his salary this year and half of his salary next year. Would you guys be willing to pay the rest of it? So I think that's kind of what what they really are hoping. I think quietly, quiet's kept. You're not gonna come out and say that, but I think that's what Alex Anthopoulos is ultimately thinking. Like, oh, you know what? Let's see if you can get some, find some val, some type of value where we don't have to pay all of this money.
1: I think the good part about it, though, is if you're the Braves, uh, anything that he does positive is just. Lan Yap, it's extra because at the end of the day, indeed. you've got enough players and enough talent on this roster to feel like you're going to be fine, regardless of if Marcel Lazuna plays really, really well or really, really poorly. I mean, you would just hope that for the amount of money you're spending on him, that you get some sort of production out of him. Um, and everything that he brings you positively is good. You hope he just stays out of trouble and plays just average. If he gets anything more than average, that is just amazing, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it's not like this team is teetering on. The fact that if Marcel plays well or not, this team will not be like, if, if Austin Riley, if this was Austin Riley, you'd be a little, you'd be a little stre- That's a different conversation. Right? Yeah. <laughs> way different conversation. There's Ronald yes. It's a way different conversation, right? There's plenty of guys on this roster that if you were like, okay, if we never have a down year from him, we could be done for, right? Marcel mm-hmm. is not that guy. So anything you do get from him positively will be a really big addition to this team.
0: I think anything will help is probably what we're – I think that's what we're leaning towards right there. Yep. Anything will help, uh, Mr. Azula. We're not now, asking for a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just I, out there and just stay out of trouble. That's it. it. Come on. That's, stay out of trouble and hit the ball. That's it. That's, that's it. Two, two. It's simple. Real simple. Two things. Don't anything even can field. help. That's the motto. Anything, keep that glove at home. <laughs> keep that glove at home. Somebody that we want to keep the glove, you know, on is Avon a Grissom. Now, you know, I want to get your thoughts on this real quick. You know, do you think he could be the guy? Because we, Tanitra and I have talked about it on this show ad nauseum as far as whether or not he could be the guy to step in for Dansby Swanson. Not necessarily the leadership aspect of it and the clubhouse standpoint, but just from the defensive standpoint and the on-field production. Do you think he can be that guy to kind of, not necessarily exceed what Dansby did on the field, but at least kind of measure up to what he was able to produce on the field?
1: I think it's really important that we do limit our expectations for Von Grissom, his whole yeah. job, whatever right they now, are. Yeah, whatever they are. Good point. Right. I yeah. think that I was right, right when he first started. I mean, I made jokes that he might have been the best player in baseball because he started off so hot. But naturally, mm-hmm. you get to the postseason. They weren't using it very much because at the end of the day, he hasn't had that much experience because he is obviously new to the bigs. He got fast tracked here. Right. So the yeah. thing is, is like as long as whatever expectation that you have for him. Just know that it's going to come in time, or at least you hope it comes in time. All you really need from him off the start is to just not play poorly defensively, right? Gansby Swanson was an an A defender, right? If Vaughn can just be – I just need him to be like a B-plus off the gate, you know what I mean? And I would feel really good about it because the bat will eventually come. You can obviously hit. He's got power, right? He's got speed, Mm -hmm. right? If he gets on base, you know what I'm saying, he can swipe a bag or two. It's just the whole thing is like all we really need him in that position to do at shortstop to do is – just play sound defensively. And personally, and maybe it's just my love and appreciation, my admiration for for Ron Washington, but he's told us over and over and over again, how Vaughn has worked incredibly hard at the position, making sure that he gets better defensively, right? You hear so much about how they actually got a chance. Vaughn went out to new Orleans where Ron is run and played over um, on those fields out there to practice and every day, every day, every, every day, every day, the dude is committed to playing the position. Well, which is, I think why they felt so comfortable being able to let Dansby go. If, they felt uncomfortable with it. They might have just overpaid for Dan's and said, Hey, let's, 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 we're just, we have, just no about, yeah. But mm-hmm. Vaughn has obviously shown them enough that he, they feel good that he can take over the position. Like you said, not the leadership role. The dude is 21 years old, going on 22. I mean, he's young and he's obviously new to this at this level. But if he can just go out there and play good defensively, that's all you really need from him. Yeah.
0: It's, it's, I think the expectation for, for Vaughn is, like you said, is, like, just don't mess it up on, out there in the field. Because we know the bat's going to come eventually because we got a good taste of that. Like, hitting a home run over the Green Monster in your first uh, – in your debut game, like, that is – it's kind of hard to top that. So, it's I think good. one of those things, if he can just level off what he did last year, I, I think he'll be fine at the plate. And then, like you said, if you're working with Wash, we, he had three different sessions for – three different one-week sessions down there in New Orleans with uh, Ron Washington. And if he vouches for him, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> I have no arguments against that man because I love me some uh, some Uncle Run. I call him. We call him Uncle Run on this show. Uh, so. Go ahead, Uncle. <laughs> go ahead, do your thing. Uh, go ahead, and get uh oh nephew right, uh, Vaughn Grissom <laughs> that is. <laughs> but one of the things we want to get you guys to get right, right? We want y'all to get some money in 2023. How about this? You know, we are just past the the quote unquote midway point of the NBA season, and now it's the perfect time to download Fanduel. Because it is the number one sports book in America, so why don't you get you get with the number one podcast in Atlanta, ATL Day One's probably in the nation. Let me let me stop playing around. Well, yeah, come in on, the nation, Yeah, I'm saying, like, yeah, like man, we the number one podcast yeah. in the nation. So get with the now. number one sports book in America, FanDuel. All, they got a new, they got all a new stuff for your customers. They call it the No Sweat First Bet. Up to one thousand dollars. That's bonus books back. If your first bet doesn't win, so if you lose your pants in the first in your first bet, they got you covered. You they got the they got the money lines, they got the total, the over-unders. How many threes Trey Young gonna hit? If you're gonna hit any more for the rest of the season, it don't matter. Go to FanDuel. put that money on that, put your money where your mouth is if you don't think he's gonna do that. Now. So don't miss your first sweat. First sweat, no sweat. First bet, excuse me, one thousand dollars in bonus bets when you go to Fandu.com slash Locked On, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Don't forget Fanduel.com/slash Locked On, and you're gonna get that no sweat first bet.
1: Jarvis, are you a are you a parlays guy? Are you a parlay guy? What's uh, where where you kind of stand on that? You know what? I'm actually I
0: actually. I've, I've i've my 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 friends of mine like they are a little bit more uh betting betters than i am so they've told me about the you know the same game parlays and all that stuff it's something that i would probably be interested in if i did gamble on a regular basis but um it it, it seems like it's something that you know you got to put a
1: little bit more uh
0: research as i like to refer to it as into what about yourself
1: Maybe uh the, the problem is I, I get a lot of slack because like obviously I, I say this all the time. Thank the Lord you can't legally like you know bet here in Georgia because I would be out of I would be out of money. Cause I, I'll throw <laughs> I'll, I'll throw some parlays and something and just see what happens, right? Five five dollars. I need Trey Young to go over three uh three pointers. I need I need uh under uh fifteen and a half minutes from Bogey Bogdanovich, I need yeah. uh, a triple double from Ja and then I also need a Nuggets money line, and I went up $350. And, like, wow, I'm there, i have been sitting there – I want to be praying on it, right? Oh, I've got buddies that will spend – do 15-leg uh, parlays on college baseball this first week just to see what happens. Wow. 15-leg parlays on college baseball? That, oh, was like, $3 to yeah, win, bro. like, yeah. three grand. Yeah, it's time me. for
0: them to lay on the couch, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, I, it's got it's, it's of
0: answer. <laughs> like, like you can catch all of those numbers that you know that his friends need right in the comment box, right there <laughs> on Lockdown Sports Atlanta atl day one on, on this pod. You all the all the information that you need is right there just for you now. Now, Reggie, like yesterday, you know, kind of mentioned Jalen Carter, right? You know, and uh, you know, I talked about at the top of the show about how jc could probably save the team i'm not talking about jesus christ i'm talking no. about Jalen talking about john
1: collins no 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 okay, okay. no okay i say no team sorry, okay. yeah, sorry. Yeah,
0: he, he's not saving anything go no, get me started on john collins please <laughs> <laughs> follow me here want, i want to stay on track okay one, one I'm sorry. Out. like because she helps me stay on track they said i don't want to get off track for this show but when i think i started doing a little research right so i started looking at the draft positions and 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 you know I'm trying to figure out how to get Jalen Carter to be able to become an Atlanta Falcon, right? Without them having to kind of give away the whole draft and do it. So I figured out I come up in the way. Okay, I, I found a way. So here, it. so hear me out. Hear me out. Sounds All like right. a
1: parlay to me. <laughs> One thing things got to go right. You know what? This it is
0: so interesting that you say that. It kind of is like a parlay. So okay. here's the thing: there are four teams that I identified in the top ten that don't know who have no idea who their quarterback is and the reason why I'm, qua- I'm i'm qualifying it like that is because you know there are some teams seattle you know they have geno smith we don't know they're going to resign them uh, they uh, got detroit who has jared Goff, who's you know people think he's average but they might be willing to stick around for a couple more years and so those teams i've kind of taken them out of it right but i've and i've identified four teams that really they just don't have a quarterback so and they have no idea who it's going to be at this moment right all right so i got houston i have indianapolis las vegas and carolina now right. houston india and las vegas are second fourth and seventeen team um, picking uh prospectively in the nfl draft and carolina is right behind the falcons at nine these four teams need quarterbacks badly and you know what happens in the NFL draft, when you have multiple teams in the top 10 who are quarterback needy, they started getting concerned when the first team makes that move. And here's the first team that I feel is going to make that move is Indianapolis is going to make a trade to jump Houston because Jim Merced can't keep his mouth closed about who they really like in the NFL draft. They want Bryce Young badly. Yeah. And I think that once you start to see that domino fall, that first domino fall, Indy. Uh, That is trading up in front of Houston. That's when I feel like the Falcons going to have the best chance to draft the guy who I feel is the best defensive player in this draft. He's special. Yes, he's super special. Um, Because and and I even go back to last year because you know how all the hype start coming around with Trayvon Walker and how he was going to be the number one overall pick. And I was just like, man, I was kind of you know racking my brain. I was like, okay, am I missing something? Like, I feel like I got a good eye for football, but I just really can't <laughs> grasp, like, why, what are y'all seeing? What am I missing? So I went back and watched the tape, right? You know, I went back and pulled a game. I just pulled a random game. Pulled a random game here. Boom. Pulled a game on. I think it may have been uh, – I can't even remember what game it was. I was watching the game, and I was sitting up here like, okay, you got Devontae Wyatt in the first round, okay? Um, you got Jordan Davis drafting the first round. Okay, uh, you know uh, those guys were, you know, pretty good, but but you know who stood out to me the most though? Oh, Jalen Carter. Makes sense. Jalen Carter stood out to me on the tape with multiple first round picks. Yeah. You know, the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker, Jordan Davis went to the Eagles, and, and, and um and um Devonte walk um, Devonte Wyatt, excuse me, he went to the yeah. Green Bay Packers. All those guys were taking the first round. And if you got a guy that's standing out with those guys in that lineup, you got Jalen Carter's the guy that popped out to me on tape first. That lets you know that dude is absolutely special. And like we talked about yesterday with Jesse Bates, you know, that conversation whether or not we want him or not. Like, can this dude take the the Falcons defense to the next level? If the answer is no, you need to stay away. It was no for me for Jesse Bates. But when it comes to Jalen Carter, I feel like this is the type of dude that can protect this defense
1: to the next level. I think it'd be big to have. I mean, like you said, he is—he is an absolute specimen up front. And I mean, it's—it's it's crazy. And you have—you just think about how the defensive line worked last year for Georgia, or two years ago. Now at this point, I mean, it's just all right. that talent on that front line. It's kind of like how—how how did they weren't going to lose at the end of the day? I mean, right. it, it, they found a way to lose against Alabama, but that had nothing to, you know what I mean? It's—it's it's, that's a lot of talent, right? I, I think right. for. For the Falcons, I think you pray that he, he lasts that long, right? You pray that he's still yeah. in that position, right? You, yeah. But here's where things get real, real, real crazy, right? Let's say, hypothetically speaking, right? Yeah, uh, let's, let's speak hypotheticals now. Let's, yeah. get, let's, let's, get, let's get a little let's wild and yeah. crazy, right? Let's, do let's, say the, let's say the Bears are like, all right, boom. We really like Justin Fields, but we say, you know what? Let's reset the clock. We've got the number one overall pick. Maybe we get somebody that can throw the ball a little bit better than Justin Fields that has at least some sort of ability to, to 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 run right you go after cj stroud or maybe Bryce Young, right i'd probably go cj stroud if you're in that position because their offensive line is terrible and you need to be able to protect them and a guy that can probably stand up right so let's say they go over at one right and and and, that, and they just they run with it there right that's and, and that's that's when we start getting crazy right because this this is where I'm is trying to get it <laughs> I'm trying to get it to where Jalen Carr is available or we just get a little wilder right yeah so we so exactly, have yeah. so so, chaos so say we go uh, we go Bryce off uh, Bryce is at two for Houston right and then mm-hmm. let's say I, I've seen things where people are like hey look. Will Anderson's good, but you know how it works. When somebody's a player that you've known for a long time as just the best player ever that should be the number one overall pick, people start to overtake it, right? They get more, people, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see people talking more. about Tyree Wilson from, from Texas Tech going above Will Anderson <laughs> as early as number three to the Cardinals. So at that point, Ooh. it's like, all right, you know, we got a cool. shot you. We got five, right? That's fine. You can talk about it, right? The Colts—they need a quarterback, right? Let's say they go—I don't know—Will Levis, right? Who I don't understand how or why anybody would do that. Like I, I don't understand the whole thing about Will Levis, but maybe that's just me, right? Yeah. Okay. But you still got Will Anderson and Miles Murphy from Clemson and a couple other guys, right? So like at this point, let's say Will goes there, Miles goes at six. I don't know what the hell the Raiders are going to do, but they need a quarterback, so they're just going to pick one of them. Maybe uh, I don't know a buddy from over at Florida,
0: Anthony um, Richardson. Anthony yeah.
1: Richardson, maybe. Right, yeah. so that leaves you right at eight. Jalen Carter right at two.
0: Oh, if all four of those quarterbacks go in the top eight, though, lock it in. You're feeling it. Eighty-eight good. is coming. To, Eighty-eight is coming to save the day. A <laughs> I, I, we had to
1: figure out a way to make it work, but even yes. if, like I think, even if, um, I think even if the Bears trade down, right? Even if they trade yeah. down, as long as they 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 could probably they could probably it probably could still happen, right? It's just yeah. all about if the right things have to kind of line up, which is hilarious. Like, we're hopping on this show just talking about just, just, just making up stuff because who knows what's going to happen, man. And we're just all wigging it. I mean, I've seen people t- – I mean, when you look at, uh, I think, Bucky, or Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, he, he said Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, the edge guy coming from over there, could be uh, the guy that they pick, right? I, I oh, think that gosh. maybe – I've never heard of him before, but maybe it's just got a, I don't know ball, or maybe it's because I'm not watching well, Iowa football, right?
0: Here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the thing, though, Reggie. Like, it happens every year, right? like yep. we're talking about will in the same conversation as bryce young and
1: cj Stroud. it's unbelievable L-
0: like just just look at like the the big game just think about all the big games big game quarterbacks we've seen bryce young do it and yep. we've seen cj Stroud do it against georgia recently yep. and we've if it wasn't for yeah like he essentially beat georgia uh, <laughs> yep. like everybody don't nobody want to kind of like you know admit to that but almost happened and he and it was it was it would have been because of him and the way he played so i think that and you and you always have that quarterback that comes out of nowhere as well and, and will levis can fall into that category but i i, I wholeheartedly believe this like i'm glad you, you you mentioned anthony richardson anthony richardson probably gonna end up being a top 10 pick because here's why they already started too. you starting to hear the conversations about Josh Allen and comparisons. Oh, yeah, Josh Allen wasn't accurate. Oh, yeah, Anthony Richardson got some sides on the two and, an and it got cannon for a norm. It happens every year, man. We see guys pop up out of nowhere. You mentioned the guy from Iowa, Van Ness. Those are the type of people that always end up falling into the top ten. Sometimes they hit and sometimes they don't. And a lot of times it's never in between. It's either hit or miss. And those are the type of, type of picks that gets. General managers fired, so I'm trying to just help the Falcons not uh, uh, keep Terry Fondo around for for a few years. And, and hey man, let these let these let these chips fall where they may. Let the crazy go cray cray, and and, and figure out a way to get Jalen Carter because he's the guy. I feel like if you put him next to Grady Jarrett, man, look. We're gonna have some fun Mondays on, on 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 uh uh down in the fall on here right here on ATL Day Ones, my brother. Yeah, <laughs>
1: absolutely. That's gonna be something special up front, but yeah, like yeah, like you mentioned, It'll be though, something. It, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of just these guys go to the combine. Right? People just look at the measurements, man. I think that that Lucas Desk gets six five two seventy five, right? And so, like on paper, you're like, all right, this guy gonna be coming off the edge like crazy. But then you read other stuff, it's like he has like maybe a second day grade, but. Because of his intangibles, you're like, all right, we just got to kind of throw him up here and see what happens, right? So that's, yeah. it's really what it is, which really yeah. means like I probably, you know, I'm 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 not six foot five, but maybe I should have been really, you know. <laughs> I should be doing something, man, because a lot of these guys get drafted just off the straight that they're they're superhuman, right? I should just been yeah. in the gym a little more, getting a little get my weight yeah, up or something. I, yeah. I, I feel like I could have been a, a professional kicker at, at the least if I really put some effort into it. So but that's, a, but that's 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 so you
0: got enough athletic ability to be oh man, you know, what uh, an average kicker, you know? Oh, what I'm saying? oh man, I'm that. above
1: average, baby. I got I got ice <laughs> in my veins, bro. I'm hitting every field goal in front of me. Stop playing.
0: Oh man, y'all better stop playing with us on ATL Day ones because you know. We 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 like to have fun here, and um, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic coming up because, you know, uh, there is this young lady in Las Vegas that uh, she was able to take advantage of a situation where she got ten million dollars. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next. About what would you do with it? But. But first, we got to talk about, you know, ATL Day Ones and how you've been making us your first listener today. How about this? You go make Locked On Sports today, your second listener today. The they are free and available wherever you download this podcast and we appreciate you guys for liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. We're almost up to 6,000. I told you we're going to get there with you or without you. So you have not done that yet. Come a part of the family. Join today. Stop being hot, you know, we want, like, lukewarm people. Either you're with us or you're against us. So, yeah, if you're watching or listening and you have not subscribed to our YouTube channel or downloaded our podcast, go ahead and start doing that today. But, Reggie, this is for the culture. It is the intersection between sports, entertainment, the culture, and sometimes whatever the hell we want to talk about because that's just how we get down on this show. Today is no different. How about this? We talked about the young lady who swindled a lending company, out of $10 million in a six-month time frame. Oh, my goodness. That is so crazy. Sarah, <laughs> that, is so, that is so crazy to me, man. We think about um, uh, Sarah uh, Jacqueline King. She used a pick of Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Josh Allen at a golf tournament. She used that as a way to swindle this lending company out of 10 million dollars she was up in Las Vegas probably how you were would be if you were making some some real you know some NFL player type money man 10 million dollars yeah. she was out there doing her thing like but my question though you know Reggie like the 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 article didn't mention no criminal charges she was just being sued civilly I, I,
1: just it's it's unbelievable. She keeps she got about twelve dollars in her account right now, and and she she might get away with this Godfrey. free. And I here's the thing. I, I just I don't understand how how none of this works because because how is that possible? But but look here's the I got a couple of things. I got I, I got to say on this topic because like, course, I feel, yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel question, a lot of people would be like, oh man, I can't believe she would do that. How messed up of her! And while I am under, I am not really sure how she spent ten million dollars that quickly, like in six certain, months. At a certain point, like, hey, I have this money. Maybe <laughs> I should use it towards something, or like, like there, a like there was no a plan involved. Like, she's not going to remember any of these six months. But here's the deal, though: Ponzi I scheme, will, something, something. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? But here's the deal: I, I gotta respect it from a, from, a, from a fellow Finesser. I respect the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, I mean, I just feel like at the end of the day, look, if you, if, if they're gonna give you the money and there's and, and you're gonna have no repercussions for not oh, giving no it cringe. back, then wow. why not do it? Ten million dollars, you're gonna look a little crazy on the internet right now. Who cares? Like, <laughs> what are you gonna tell me? I had ten million dollars, had six months, I had a good time. Like, oh, yeah, there's better uses of the money, and so. Which brings my, my my last point to this, right? If you were going to ask me, like, hey, what Reggie, what would you do with the ten million dollars, right? Yeah, yeah come on, sense. Reggie, yeah, talk to us, about man. Ten million dollars, break it down. Okay, here's for the Sarah. <laughs> I, I, I The biggest thing is it's not about the money, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Of course, oh, I'm probably buy something for my mom, I'm gonna get a house for my mom, and like you know what I'm saying, all that stuff, right? But this that's not still, as important, right? right? But okay. You know how they always say, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to switch up. Don't let the money change you. I'm changing up right away, right? <laughs> I'm getting new friends. I'm moving somewhere else. People that have my number, I'm gonna have to get a new one. Like, I, I'm not gonna be in the same Whoa. space anymore, right? I'm in a different tax bracket. I'm, I'm just, Reggie. I'm being, I'm being so serious right now. I'm switching up Whoa. on everybody, right? Do not call me to be on this podcast. I'm not coming back. Oh my I, got ten, God. I got ten million dollars in the bank, Reggie. I, oh look, my
0: I'm, dude. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get so let me get it straight. Let me make sure I understand you correct. Yeah, no, come on. So if you Let's get hit it. with a ten, million, ten million, you know, yeah, you hit the 10 million. yeah. My man said he changed. You you changed change your name? Yep, you changing your phone number. Yeah, you get a whole
1: new batch of friends. They not people not gonna see me again. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out, Ooh, right? I'm going to be God, off the dude. grid, right? I think, what did she say? Her lawyer moved to, uh, went to, to some foreign country. I might do that. Oh, or I might oh. even better, what's going to happen for real? you think with <laughs> Morocco or somewhere like- Yeah, he's in Morocco, right? Yeah. What Excellent, I'm going to probably yeah. do is I'm going to probably stay right here. I'm going to stay in Atlanta. I'm going to stay in my same <laughs> apartment. Ain't I'm going no to no put my two weeks in that work, right? <laughs> and just finish off my last two weeks. And then people for years are going to be wondering, how is Reggie living this life? right and, and, and I'm just saying look, can't I'm, stay in the same city man they talk about being people, off the grid people don't well that's the thing it's, it's different right I'm, you're I'm, semi famous my, I'm, dog you're on I'm TV my on now. I'm just be now I'm gonna just be the guy who quit his job 11 alive it is what it is <laughs> as long as you don't know I have the 10 million dollars it is what it is people are gonna be a little confused I'm not texting back but at the end oh, of the day I got 10 million man. what are you gonna tell me I'm out man
0: so so basically what you're saying is you are gonna pull the um the female secret love child with an NBA player that nobody wants, to, the NBA player doesn't want to know about move, basically.
1: <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if i put it like that, brother. But if I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if i know if I'd describe it as the same thing as that. It's more of a, you know, I, I, it's more you of i I'm, I'm off the grid, the grid. You want to live the life grid, and you want to stay like, off, on off the grid, you know? I'm going to start rocking them, uh, the the, 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 the shicey mask where I just got my eyes out. <sighs> it's going to be 90 <sighs> degrees. I'm walking around I with that mask on because people, you know what I'm saying? I don't need people know who I am. I'm off the grid. Hey man,
0: like, like I feel like we accomplished a lot today. You know, I just
1: want people to know that <laughs> this is who I am right now. I'm a good guy. Yeah, so man, right I'm a real estate right now. Guy. Right now, don't but give me money. Like Ten though. million. Hit that account. I'm out. Don't call me. I'm sorry. Oh my god. It's nothing personal. It's oh. just, the end of the day, I, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> I'm rich. Oh
0: my god. I wish I had a sure James no jump right about that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We learned a lot today, folks. Uh, I <laughs> want to say thank you for making ATL Day 1 your first listen today. Remember, make it locked sports your second listen. You can find it wherever you download, find or download this podcast. And people, like what I'm about to tell you right now, I say it every day, but I think it's going to hit a little harder today. <laughs> if you don't do anything else, <laughs> make sure that you show love, share love, and don't be like Reggie it
1: makes you you spray a little <laughs> I spread it at 10 million man whatever <laughs>